You're listening to the Her Leadership Coach Podcast for the quietly determined career woman who's looking to step up into her first or next level leadership role. If you're looking to make a bigger, more positive difference in your organization, you've come to the right place. Well, hello, welcome in. It's Rochelle. Thanks for joining me on today's episode where we're talking about a surefire way to making a positive difference to your life. And no, I'm not talking about a glass or two of wine, although, you know, that can be fun too. Today I'm talking about your values. So if I asked you, what are your top three values? Do you know? I'm wondering what's coming into your head right now. I think a lot of us have some idea about what we value. Yet I think we don't place a lot of thought into it unless we're made to. So it's almost as if we don't really value our values. Yet what we value and also don't value, it can make a really big difference to our lives, whether we're clear on what they are or not. So, for example, let's say you get a new job. It looked really good on paper And yet you turn up and there's something about it that you're really not enjoying. The chances are it's because either a part of the job or the people in your new team are out of alignment with one or more of your values. Or let's say you've been raised to see a particular trait as valuable. For example, independence. And it's butting up against another value, intimacy. If we don't know either of those things are valuable, are our values, then we might wonder what on earth is going on here. So yes, knowing our values is important. It helps us to make decisions. It can help us to take action and focus on moving towards the life we want to live, the life that makes us happy. So the first step is to identify your values. Now, this is an exercise I take people through in the Accelerate Your Leadership Academy. In fact, pretty much every course I run, we go through this and that's how important values are. We also go through prioritizing your values, which I admit, having done it myself a number of times, is not easy. (laughs) Yet it does really help to make life easier when we take the time to do so especially when it comes to decision-making. The second step after you've discovered, uncovered what your values are, the second step is to take stock of how well I'm living these values, these things I value. When we live in alignment with our values, even when sometimes that can be uncomfortable or difficult, we still tend to have more energy So, for example, if I'm in a role where I have to follow strict processes, uh, where I have very little room to think for myself because everything has to be done in a particular way, and I'm thinking of my days back in a customer service center, by the end of the day, I am absolutely exhausted. It's not because the job itself is difficult. In fact, most of the time for me, it wasn't difficult at all. Not to say it never was. There were some points that were, but most of the time it wasn't difficult at all. It's just my values of autonomy and having variety 
they were well out of alignment in that role. And so I was, yeah, I would often come home just shattered. So knowing your values also gives your life more meaning and we end up feeling just happier. We have a greater satisfaction with our lives when we know our values and we live to those values. One of the things I talk often about in getting to a leadership role and in being a leader is knowing your why. Knowing your why gives you the motivation, I guess the willpower to keep going even when things get difficult or you get tired or something more fun is calling your name. Hello, glass of wine. So what's underlying your why? It is your values, your deepest values and your goals that align with those values. So for example, I... I admit that getting to a leadership role for most people isn't actually all that easy. Some it is, I admit, are probably those that don't always deserve to be there. But anyway, that's another episode. Being a leader in itself is not always easy. Um, And again, there's times when it isn't, times when it isn't. But many people give up trying along the way. We convince ourselves that, oh, I never really wanted to be a leader in the first place. One of the reasons I refused to quit trying, even when I suffered setbacks and knockbacks and difficult times trying to get to my leadership role, was my why, Uh, which coincidentally is very similar to my wife for her leadership way as a a business. Uh, That why was based on my values of fairness and making a difference. I was sick to death of seeing really like just crappy managers making other people's lives miserable. I could not stand seeing that anymore. And it, it wasn't fear. I was frustrated with it. And that's because it was against that value of fairness. I have a really strong fairness value. I was also determined to make a difference by doing leadership in a way that was going to have a positive effect on my team rather than a negative one. So those values were the why behind me sticking to getting a leadership role. I'm wondering if you can pinpoint where you or a situation you're in might be out of alignment with your values right now. I find there are clues as to how well you're living in alignment with your values. So if you can feel that that icky feeling while you're doing or saying something, particularly when you're gossiping, right? Like I've, I've done that in the past where I might be talking about someone and I just don't like it. It's like, why are you saying this? Just be quiet. Um, so I, that's, that's a sign that I'm out of alignment with my values. Or you might see someone else doing something and you feel what I call triggered, (laughs) as in it sets you off in some kind of anger or frustration. You know, those times you just want to find your your friend, your colleague, and you're like, I can't believe she never even bothers to say hello to people. She just gets straight down to business. It's so rude. So that can be an indicator that maybe you value kindness or good manners or something along those lines. 
Or when I see a recruitment process that hasn't been run at all and someone's just been tapped on the shoulder, that can often trigger me, particularly if I feel like that person does not deserve it. And again, that's my value of fairness coming into play. So where are you feeling icky or triggered at the moment? I'd love you to spend some time looking at that, that space and uncovering the values that are behind those feelings and then looking at, okay, how can I bring myself back into alignment? How can I, you know, live with this value rather than against it in these situations? All right, I'm going to shift gears a little here. So what I've been talking about so far is really important and also well-researched, lots of agreement behind values and how good they are uh, for your life when you live in alignment with them. However, there's one thing I want to share with you today that doesn't get discussed in many places at all. It is great to live by your values and I believe you have far more choice in what those values are than we are led to believe. A tad controversial? Yeah, maybe. Uh, But think about it. Where did your values come from? Were you born with them? I don't know about you, but I wasn't born valuing anything. I mean, I needed stuff like food and love, I guess, but I didn't put a value on those things as a baby. As I got older, I learned what was valuable by looking at what my family placed value on, by getting feedback that those values were um, reinforced by teachers or friends at school. The media I consumed showed me what was valuable. I mean, Hollywood romance, anyone? (laughs) And of course, society and culture also played a big part. If you're still not convinced, try this. Imagine you've been born in North Korea. Do you think your values would be the same as the ones you have now? Of course not. So we can agree we aren't born with values. I'm also hoping we can agree that our values can change over time. I see this with my kids, right? As teenagers, they definitely valued things like online gaming, nights out with their friends rather than their family, the freedom to stay up late. As they've headed into their early 20s, their values are starting to shift. So I'm seeing more values of independence, a job where they're respected. And then I look at my husband and I as we head towards middle age, like really early middle age, by the way, (laughs) we might value making a difference to others more or the freedom to go to bed early in my case. So if our values are learned and our values change over time, Doesn't that also mean we are in control of what our values are? I say yes, if we understand that we can be, if we make the conscious choice, and if we put in the work to align our behaviors and our decisions based on the values we choose to have, rather than those we've been conditioned to believe are intrinsic to us. I think it's possible, although not necessarily easy. 
I went through a values exercise a couple of years back to identify my top 10 values. And yes, I put them into a priority list, which again, not easy. When I looked at them, though, I realized that health hadn't even made it on my list of top 10. And perhaps that's because I've had a pretty good life when it comes to health. I feel very blessed, very grateful for that. And yet as you age, as you get into that early middle age, you start to notice a few things may not be running as smoothly as they used to. So I made a conscious choice to value my health first. So it went from not being on my list at all to me putting it ahead of everything else. And I started to make decisions and take actions that aligned with that value of health being first. Now, I'm not going to say I'm perfect in this. I definitely waver and sometimes I'll have some chocolate instead of a apple. But you keep, I keep pulling myself back to this value because, well, I value it. I've chosen to value it. So what do you think? Have you ever noticed that your values have changed? Have you ever intentionally changed a value or at least the order of your values? If not, now that you think about it, would you? My word for 2022 has become intentional. The word intentional, not me coming up with a word. In this world where things have changed so much and will continue to change in both big and small ways every day, I've learned that we need to be more intentional than we ever have before. So adding new reasons in for my 2022 word, I do believe we need to be more intentional with what we choose to value and more intentional with aligning our behaviors to those chosen values. We don't live well when we are constantly out of alignment with our values. It drains our energy. It makes us unproductive makes us not a lot of fun to be around. So to wrap up this episode on values today, I invite you to consider what do I value? What do I want to value? What do I value the most? I really encourage you to get down at least to your top five values, top five values to help decision making and keep you focused. Okay, I know, again, I know it's not easy, but you can do this. And finally, I want you to ask yourself, how am I being intentional about living my life aligned to those top five values? Yes, it's work, yet it's fascinating work. And just wait until you see the rewards. All right, thanks for joining me this week. If you want to continue the conversation about values, why not join us in the Women in Leadership Facebook group? You'll find the link in the show notes. We are definitely a friendly bunch in there, I promise. If you've got value out of this episode, I really would love it if you could share it with others. And of course, if you've been listening to podcasts for any amount of time, you will know that rating the show and leaving a review helps others to find the show. And I would genuinely appreciate it. Until next week continue to lead the way her way.